1: Welcome to Money Over Fifty. Today's topic: People are still
0: fearful. Michael, your topic. Thanks, Dallas. So we've um, we've been conducting a, a lot of first meetings lately, mm-hmm. and um, certainly a lot of, of Money Over Fifty listeners have been yeah. taking us up on our and our, on our offer. Yeah. Um, as you know, we offer that first Zoom meeting uh, free of charge and obligation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you can contact us at podcast at mo50.com.au to take that up. So, in conducting a lot of first meetings, a lot of local first meetings, a lot of first meetings via Zoom from listeners, um, uh, a couple of themes keep coming up and some of the questions that, that I've been hearing a lot of, uh, is now a good time to invest, is one of those questions. Um, another question is, you know, I have a lump sum of cash. Should I dollar cost average that in yep. over a number of years, which means drip feeding that money in yep. uh, over a period of time? Um, you yeah, know, what's going to happen to share prices when the RBA starts to raise interest rates? Yep, I've been hearing that one a lot. Um, so these are the questions. So, I mean, they, they seem like simple enough questions. However, what it tells me, th- these types of questions really are um, a symptom. In, in in my opinion, yep. of some underlying fear and panic,
1: yep. and, just, and I, I and think just
0: to clarify, this isn't a this isn't a dig at people asking those questions. No. Th- these are valid
1: questions, and what the point you're making here is just that this is more a sign of the of the economic conditions or the time that we're in. It's 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 these are all valid
0: questions, all valid questions. Yep. Um, certainly. So the whole the whole the whole idea of this podcast is 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 for people not to make the fatal mistake mm. the next time we see such a big you know, yeah the, the next time we see a significant drop or decline yeah. in the in the values of these companies so we've had a pretty good 13 and a half year run so much March 9 2009 yeah. was the was the bottom of the global financial crisis um, since that period of time we've had 13 and a half years of of pretty much um, straight up straight right. up straight yeah. up um uh rates of return I think that leaves people more susceptible than ever yep. to making the critical mistake uh, at the wrong time so I'm going to talk a lot about sort of what happened in the global financial crisis and uh, and, and, and sort of some of the things that 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 happened um I was an advisor mm. back then and I can remember it and and the people that I didn't think would panic um, uh, a lot of them panicked yep. and and some of them, Actually got to the point in time where they where where they just couldn't cop it anymore. Yeah. And they made the fatal mistake, unfortunately, of of, of selling out at or close to the bottom. Yeah. And and uh, they've missed out on that. The well, not only did they sell their shares for cents in the dollar. Yeah. Of the great companies of Australia and the world, they they actually missed out on, on, the, on the next the, 13 the, and a half, year half years. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, so basically, these types of questions that come up, again, all valid questions. I, I, I still think people are inherently fearful of investing into the great companies of Australia and the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you can present people with 30 year data, you can present them with 30 and a half year data. Yeah. And we're sort of at the p- period of time right now uh, where I think because returns have been so good for so long, mm-hmm. some 30 and a half years. Of course, we had a little a bit of a blip last year. Yeah. But that drop of 37% in March, um, yeah. You know, uh, listeners here might say, well, I didn't panic during that period of time. No one had time to panic. Yeah, I think this, that period this of time. that's a great
1: point because we've said it was the returns in the last 13 and a half years have been straight up and to the right. Yeah. If, if you look at this as a, if you actually look at the line, the graph of this, last year that, that drop during COVID was, was literally a blip. Like if you look at it over thirteen and a half years, it's been straight up into the right. Oh, what's that little spiky line down and then straight back up. And yeah. so, it's a very different. The fact that people are still um, more worried about downside risk um, and more worried about what can go wrong than about um, than than about trying to shoot the lights out. It, it's a really interesting thing because you, you go, we've had it. We have had a thirty five percent drop in the last in the last mm. eighteen months, and yet I don't think that that. That didn't have the same impact, and I think that's your, your thesis of this is that it didn't have the same impact as the GFC had. It didn't hang around.
0: Yeah. In fact, it was it was it was a flash. Yeah. It was basically we bottomed out in a bit over a month. Yeah. Um, so it was the fastest fall of all time and one of the fastest recoveries. So it dropped. It yeah. was sharp. Yeah. It fell thirty seven percent. Um, what what happens is some people panic straight away, yeah. and a lot of people did. Um. Other people that would have panicked, and I'll talk to you about real life examples of the global financial crisis um uh a lot of people panicked at the second wave
1: yeah
0: uh and and we just didn't have that in no. march last year no. so so i think I think people are susceptible i think more people than we think are susceptible to a a deep and protracted drop, yeah when that happens, not if that happens, yeah. when that happens next, yeah. And, um, and the worst thing that can ever happen at that point in time is that you panic at the wrong time. Um, we always have that saying, if yeah, you're going you're to panic, panic, <laughs> panic at the top. Yeah. Uh, panic before the well, volatility comes and just, just don't own.
1: Just to clarify, Michael, the point you made there, because I think we just sort of glossed over it, is that when you say people are susceptible to that drop, mm-hmm. it, it's, you have to be susceptible to that drop. We, we've talked before. A lot on this podcast better here you have to be invested in most cases predominantly in the the biggest and best companies in australia around the world mm. you, you can't you can't not be susceptible to the drop what you're talking about being susceptible to is is the panic selling at the bottom and that's, that's the issue we, we we're not saying oh well people are susceptible to the drop you should be invested in a different way where you don't experience the drop no. what we're saying is that people are probably emotionally not in a not maybe as equipped to handle riding that out as as maybe not as ready for that or as emotionally ready for
0: that as they should be that's what i believe um and yeah certainly certainly the drops are naturally occurring phenomena yeah and they've occurred many times in the past and they'll occur many times in the future it's natural and occurring you can't have returns of over 10 percent per year for 13 and a half years you cannot have that without the volatility it doesn't exist The returns with that volatility are currently 0.35%. 0.35% is the one-year term deposit rate. Mm. That's the return for no volatility. If you want to achieve, which most people needed, our clients that we see um, on average need an 8% plus rate of return uh, per year. On average, they, they need to be accepting of the volatility. Mm. And my my thoughts is that as a as a group of investors nationally, um, we're susceptible to a deep and protracted drop because it's been just smooth sailing for yeah. so long. Um, so, during the global financial crisis, so I'll just take everyone back as to what actually happens. The markets actually peaked in, in the, the fourth quarter of 2007. Mm-hmm. So, basically, late in the year of 2007, uh, the the Australian markets and the, let's say, the American markets Pretty much the, uh, all around the world peaked at that point in time. Then they started to drop, and then they dropped, and then they dropped, and by September of two thousand eight, so nearly one year after it started, the, the great companies of Australia were down by twenty six percent. So they dropped twenty six percent over that twelve months, yeah. and then hung around at twenty six percent. So so almost twelve months after the um, the start uh, of when they started to drop, they they. They got to 26% down. Now, that was a long 12 months for people. Oh, yeah. Um, recognize that the media is actually saying each and every one of those days, Yeah. Uh, you know, this time is different, gonna, what we have gonna coming, yeah. the world's going to end, um, capitalism's over, yeah. all those types of things. So, so people, it's funny because, again, people can anecdotally look back at 30 years of returns or 50 years with the returns and they can say that, it, no, we wouldn't panic when we see those drops. It's a very different lived experience. Lived experience, yeah. very different. Um, so by September of 2008, almost 12 months later, uh, the great companies of Australia and the world were down by 26% and then all hell broke loose. So in the third quarter of 2008, so around September, October, um, actually it was it, it was exactly September and October, the markets fell another 14% in just over a week. So what happened on September the 26th, we're at 4,904 points in the ASX 200. It then fell to 3,960 points. Um, so in one week after a year of, of protracted decline of 26% hanging around, all of a sudden uh, in just over a week another 14% happened and we were then down 40%. Now, um, a heap of people panicked yeah. at that at that at that second drop, which yeah, you can, that's a huge drop that you have yeah, from yeah. off the back of a twenty six percent already drop. Yeah, you get another fourteen percent in one week. Um, the, the the newspapers were just absolutely full. Yeah, of yep. the world is coming to an end. This time it's different. Um, the the media always says this time it's different. Yeah, so um, it's it's never different. The catalyst for the drop. Is different. Yeah. Um. What is actually happening is the same. Mm-hmm. It's it's deep, it's deep deep panic. People are selling. Uh. For every seller, you have to have a buyer. Yeah. If I have a hundred sellers yeah. panicking and selling something, um, Someone and I only have one buyer, to. yep. The price, uh, the got price hasn't got anywhere to go but down. Yep. And um, uh. So so we had that we had that one week that took people to to. It took us from twenty six percent down to forty percent. Another fourteen percent. It fell in a bit over a week, and um, and that just knocked a lot of other people out in terms of their panic. So they said, oh, "Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't handle this. I can't handle this anymore." Um, we, I, I mean, I had clients at that point. I'm not in this business, but in another business, um, they, we had clients that panicked uh, and sold out. Not, not, not a great deal. Uh, everyone was scared. Yeah. Everyone was scared. Um, so we were down by 40%, but we were still six months away from the inevitable bottle yeah. and another 17%. Over so the markets the fell another 17% over the next six months. Yeah. And um, everyone thought this time is different. Yeah. So we were down, you know, we're heading down to 57%. And uh, that was pretty much 18 months after the markets had started to fall in 2007. We got to what no one knew at the time, but we got to March 2009 at 57% down. Yeah. And um, and that was the day that the last person that was going to panic panicked. Yeah. And I say that because that's always the case. Yes. At the bottom of yep. the market when no one is left to sell. Yep. The, price, only has one way to uh, the go. price has only one way to go, and you now have a yep. hundred buyers uh, for every one seller, yep. as people race to get back in. Now, so there was three distinct periods. People, people often, people I think always picture volatility yep, as it. what happened in two thousand and twenty, yep. where it went straight down and straight back up. Yep. So what we're seeing, what we're seeing here, what usually happens. Uh, the first wave had us down by twenty six percent. That wasn't all the way straight down though. It fell ten no. percent, then it rallied five percent, then it yep. fell another fifteen percent, then it rallied ten percent. So yep. it's it's like the teeth of yep. a of a saw. Yeah. Um, it's going up and down, up and down, up and down, and uh, and people people are becoming uh, more and more despondent as they think it's rallying. Yeah because it drops 10 and then and then it rises 5 and yeah. then it drops another 15 it, and, and then it, it rises and yeah. it feels worse than if it just dropped and, 10 and worse. stayed there. And it feels worse. If it just um, dropped 10 to stay there people would go okay that's
1: that's where it's at but it's come back up and there's a bit of false hope and optimism going maybe
0: maybe the worst is over maybe the and worst then, over. yeah so yeah i think that's a, so so we had yeah. we had round 1 that took 12 months 26% round 2 was a very very it was a, it happened in just over a week um I can't remember, it's all a blur, but I think <laughs> there's some big banks went broke in America in one week, Bear Stearns, I think it was, um, yeah. dropped by 14%, just just sent shockwaves yeah. around yeah. Uh, and, a, and a whole raft of people panicked. Yeah. Um, and round three, uh, when we were down by 40%, people assumed the worst was over and then it fell a further 17% and that just freaked yeah. so many people out and understandably so yeah. uh, to take us to the drop of... Of, of 57%. Yeah. Now, um, the years before that, the years before that, what I saw was people became a little bit flippant about volatility. Yeah. yeah. Because we had another good run before yes. that. And I'm not predicting <laughs> that 2021 or 2022, yep. uh, we're going to see, um, yeah. another financial crisis. Not at all. This is, this is not what this podcast is about. What it's about is, is, um, I still think people, I go back to the questions that are being asked now, and people are shrugging off, people are shrugging off the, the, um, people's attitude towards volatility, I think is going to come out when yeah. we do see a, yeah. a, a deep and, and protracted, Absolutely. whenever that is yes. in the future. And I think there are going to be a lot of people that, 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 they do panic yeah. at that point in time. Um, I suspect this, I have no way of knowing this right now. I guess the point is, is, is nor does the listener. So, if the listener's out there listening and thinking, it's I'm not, not going to panic, very, yeah, yeah, um, the the uh, maybe you won't, yeah, but but certainly the the living through that is a very, very different, a experience. very, very different uh experience. So I mean, we know we know some certain things. So owning the great companies of Australia and the world is one of the best ways to ensure that you don't run out of money during your retirement and that you outpace the rate of inflation. Um, just the last 30 years we got presented was the data just the other day, Dallas, didn't we? So yeah. the top 500 companies in America are up 10 times from where they started 30 years ago. So they, they, their returns returns been... Um, I hate this terminology, but 10x. Uh, <laughs> people understand what I'm talking about. It's 10, 10 times from where they started. Yeah, The cost of living is only up two and a uh, 2.3 times over that period of time as yeah. per Ibbotson, I believe, is the yeah. the data there. So, so anecdotally, it's very, very easy to look at those figures and say, yeah. okay, I'll, well, I that's easier I'll just own them. I've, I've, um, yeah. these, these companies started uh, 30 years ago uh, at a certain point. They're now... Thirty years later, ten times. Um, the ironic part of that for me is that what happened exactly halfway through that yeah. that that thirty year time frame. Yes, is, what we've just been talking about yeah. happened. The global financial crisis yeah. happened. Yeah. which was years, exactly halfway through years that. of downturn, fifty seven percent downturn, fifty seven percent down. Years. And with that occurring right in the middle, mm. thirty years later, those companies are up ten times yeah. what they are up um, now again i think people can can actually say i can understand that conceptually yeah i can understand that if that were to replicate over the next 30 years and then we would see a situation that halfway through the next 30 years um we saw a 57% drop i wouldn't panic um and 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 i think people can conceptually say that mm. um some i can tell you from experience uh more than half will probably panic at the wrong at the at the, yep. at the wrong time at yeah. that point in time. What do you do about that? Uh, there's a couple of things you could do. One of which is is and this is, I think we we don't talk enough about what we offer during that volatility because we okay. haven't seen it yes for the last 13 and a half years. We're eleven years old as a business. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen any volatility in that eleven years. No. Virtually, virtually, we've hardly seen any volatility. Yeah. Um. I think we had a, a short, fifteen percent drop back in. Yeah. Two thousand eleven or nine, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. a Nineteen percent um, drop. Nineteen percent drop. I that was a quick one was, as well, yep, and quickly recovered. And yep. we saw thirty-seven percent last year. Yeah. We don't talk enough about what we do in yep. times of volatility because we just haven't had that volatility. Yep. Um. Um. Yeah, one of the things what we offer, if you choose to engage us as your financial advisor, is as close to an assurance that you won't make that mistake. So the big mistake is yeah. that not- we get a forty percent drop or a fifty-seven percent drop. Um, someone actually who understands things conceptually yeah. and understands, intellectually. yes, intellectually, yes, yeah. um, they get they get they just get beat down yeah. by the fact that that it's eighteen months worth of negative news and I just can't take it anymore, get me out, let's go to cash. What they're doing at fifty seven percent depressed is selling their shares for forty three cents in the dollar. Yep. Or they're selling their million dollar property for four hundred and thirty thousand dollars yep. and waiting till it gets back to a million dollars before they try and buy it back. yeah Um People never recover from that. You can't. Yeah, they do not recover from that. There's people that made this mistake in the global financial re- uh, crisis that currently have of half of what they need to to be to be, uh, to be retiring. Yep. And if they'd just been able to to hang on mm. and and not do anything silly at that point in time, then um uh then they that then they'd be twice is positioned That's to be able to, yeah. to to retire at that point in time. So I say that that engaging us as your financial advisor is as close to an assurance that you won't make that mistake because we will fight tooth and nail not uh, to, to not let you make that mistake. Yeah. It is your money and we always yeah. say that. So we yeah. have a volatility <laughs> document that it's an investment policy statement or a volatility document that states what we will and won't do when we see the next 57% drop. Um, one of which is uh, we're not going to try and get you out before that drop, and we're not trying to, and we're not going to change your investment strategy. We're not going to go to cash. We're not going to do anything. We're just going to do nothing. Um, the last sentence of that is that um, we're going to try and we're going to fight tooth and nail to, to try and stop you from making that yeah. mistake. It is your money, and you are free to do with what with your money what you what you choose to. So we can't actually force people's hand okay. at that point in time, but we can be very clear with them. Yep. And um, what we're going to do and what advice that we're going to give them. So, yeah. so um, Nick Murray, who's a mentor to us, says that um, we get paid as advisors to stop people making that mistake, and the tax planning and the yeah, financial planning and, and the retirement planning is all free. Yeah. because our biggest our biggest uh, value add yes is to stop people from making the critical mistake that they never recover from. Yeah. Um, We've been we've brushed over that yeah we've brushed over that yeah and in our podcast because we talk a lot about volatility yeah. yep. we, we don't talk, talk about much it. about our role no in, that. in in that period of time yeah um, uh, because of the fact that um, we just haven't had it no we just that's haven't right. had it uh, we we do charge. We charge percentage-based fees. I'm digressing here a little bit. No, but it's. But, it's but I think it's, it's, it's very a relevant. Book. So we, we charge percentage-based fees for this reason, and the reason that we charge percentage-based fees are that when there's a 57% drop, yeah. our income as a business drops by 57% yeah. for that period of time yeah. because we charge a percentage-based fee on yeah. what the you know, effectively the, the retirement savings the retirement savings of our clients. So um, where that gives our, our clients. Uh, confidence is that is that we tell them hey look if we could have got you into something that didn't drop 57% yeah we would have done that we would have done that yeah because our our, our revenue wouldn't have gone down by 57% yeah if we thought this thing would never recover yeah and we thought you should and we thought you should be in something else we would already have you in that yeah because of bearing in mind we want our revenue to go (laughs) back up to to what it was (laughs) yeah um there isn't and we didn't yep. and we won't and and the reason is uh, this thing is going to recover and if it didn't, we cease to exist as a business effectively. If, yep. this, if this stays down, yep. if this goes down 57% and yep. stays down, yep. we cease to exist as a future business. Yes. Now, that gives people confidence yep. uh, that we're actually in it with them and we're not just saying... When it's it's not just words on a pa- on yeah. on paper at yeah. that point in time. Uh, so I, so, um, uh, again, one of the biggest things that we offer is to stop people from making that fatal mistake. As an advisor, we just haven't seen that. Mm. We just haven't seen that in recent times. We communicated with our clients last year when True. we when we were. Um, at, uh, we communicate at 10% every 10% increment. So, we yep. saw a 10% drop. By the time we wrote the letter, we were down 14%. Yep. I went back and checked it. Yep. So, we wrote a yeah, letter right to right. our client saying, saying everyone hang in there. Yep. Um, this is a naturally occurring. Yeah. We wrote another one at 20% down. Yeah. And then all of, a sudden, all of a sudden, it turned around. Yeah. And, and uh, we met with some clients. You had some phone calls, of course. Yep. Dallas, you've spoken about your client yep. who um, – was exercising with some friends who had all made a mistake and moved to cash. Yep. And, and uh, he was thinking confirm. of doing the same sort of thing. Yeah. You, 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 you talked him yep. into hanging in there. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, he's forever grateful, of course, yeah. and has made yeah. significant amounts of money by doing so. Yeah, and that, that's I think um, it, it's it's one of those things. that just because I mean a drop of thirty percent or more tends to happen every five to six years. We yeah. haven't yeah, yeah we, we haven't we, seen we, it. We and 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 that drop of thirty percent or more isn't like isn't typically like the May two thousand and twenty drop. It, yeah. It's not over in a month. No, it's over in six months or yeah. it's over in twelve months. It's yeah. it's. It hangs around. Yeah. It hangs around. We just haven't seen that. And and um, just lately, with some of the questions coming up, and they're all again, they're all valid questions. And this is certainly not to not to say um, these questions are silly or anything like that. But but the underlying part of that, I yeah. believe, is that people are still very very fearful and they yeah. don't understand yeah. what they're investing into. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and 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 that tells me I suspect again I, I, I have no way of knowing this but I suspect that we get a deep and protracted drop that without the right guidance um, a lot of people make a fatal mistake. Yeah, Oh well, let's um,
1: let's say that's one of your best, mate. I was very <laughs> inspired by that, but um, I, I I didn't want to interrupt you and interrupt your role there. But a few thoughts I, I had as you as you rolled through this. Uh, to start, I, I couldn't agree more with pretty much everything you've said. It, it's mm. in my experience of of this industry, I I know that that's our value add. I, I mm. I've looked at all the research and I've, I've seen all these things, and I've seen these things play out on on smaller scales. But it's a it is a very different experience. And and the analogy that I'd use there is, is it's like when you are watching a boxing match. Is mm. If someone gets hit with a with a good clean punch in the first round, they, they tend to sort of shake it off and bounce back up and and away they go. When you've been worn down over seven rounds of you know someone mm. you know racking up some some damage to to your body and and then and you start to run out of puff and then you get hit with that same punch, it, it's a mm. very different experience. And I think that's what happens with it, with a downturn is that that 14% drop in a week, you know, similar things happened in COVID last, last year, but it, it was like it was the first round of a boxing match. We were all still yeah. so fresh and we we're all still and and the other thing that happened was that we were all most people around the world were more thinking about the health outcomes of, of COVID mm. than necessarily about their retirement savings. Mm. So that was a very interesting experience because you did like we said, we have we did see some of that. We communicated that with our clients. We got on the front foot. We had some conversations with clients, but we had very less than probably what we would have expected based on a thirty five percent drop but yeah. but you're dead right that that thirty five percent drop is a very different experience if it's over the course of 12 months versus mm. versus one month that I, I, I think absolutely when you and we because we know that these we know that another big drop is coming at some stage and more than one for a 30 year retirement we we talk about this endlessly with our clients because you you know you just said you mentioned the point before that when my client was was worried about you know that his mates that he was exercising with had all moved into cash, and he was worried, should he do that? and And you sort of said that i I, I talked him out at that point in time. That's not necessarily what actually happens. You, mm. you can't you can't explain these concepts to someone at that point in time. you can only remind them. And the only reason yeah. that worked is that these are really good clients and they're they're intelligent people who uh, listen and follow the plan. And so really all he needed at that point in time was a reminder of, just reassure me that that we are doing the right thing and mm. that I haven't missed something here and that and that you, you know, it was basically just a transfusion of my faith in the future into him. And he, he knew yeah. that we talked to this intellectually. I know I just need to stay the course. I just need to hear this again. Yes, you're doing the right thing. Don't panic. Don't do anything. Just sit tight. This will work itself out. Mm. And it just so happened that that was, the, that was the very bottom of the market on that day. But yeah, it's... It's a very different thing to 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 remind people of this, which is why we have these conversations all the time, both in this podcast and with our mm. clients. We're having these conversations and we're talking about it so much that people probably we're like the boy who cried wolf for a lot of this. Like when we talk about volatility yeah. now, people are going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I know you've been talking about this for ten years That's now, but it just keeps going up. Like what are you <laughs> what are you banging on about? It's like,
0: awfully late. I always thought it's awfully late to be talking about it when the, yeah. the drop's actually happening. Yeah. So so you can only talk about this. Yeah and you can only talk about it all the time yeah. when the markets are good so yeah. for the record um, today when we're recording this the S&P 500 the largest 500 companies in America, are up around 4300 points yeah and the ASX 200 what's about 7200 yeah. points or something like that is yeah. i think so um, at this point in time so so there you go it's time stamped <laughs> um or or value stamped yeah. so so, we're having this conversation right now when when things have never been better. Yes. So, we've had 13 and a half years yeah. of good returns and, and we're at all-time highs. Yeah. Um, looking back, looking forward, we're at all-time lows Yeah. Uh, because the profits of these companies are going to continue to grow and grow and grow and grow yeah. um, over time. But but um, looking back, we're at all-time highs. so. so It's awfully late to be having the conversation when you are forty percent down. Yes, and saying to people, you know, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, Um, we build into people's plans the 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 the, inevitable drops. The inevitable drops, Um, and we tell them during good times what we will and what we won't do. Exactly how we're going to behave during that period of time. How they're going to behave. How we're going to guide them at that point in time. Yeah, you know, uh, I've 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 heard a client. Said to me one time that he thought paying my fee was like an insurance policy. Yeah. Um, if that's what if that's the way you need to think about it, mm. you could do ten or fifteen years with a great work, and you can it can all be undone, undone in the period of six months or twelve months when the market falls fifty seven percent. Not trying to scare anyone here. Yeah. Um, this person said, I I I, I see your fee as a, an insurance policy that I won't make that mistake, and. Uh, again, like our mentor Nick Murray says, uh, he believes that's what we get paid for and the rest, um, of, it. and the rest of it's free that yeah. we throw in there, which is yeah. the the tax planning every year and the maximizing your tax returns and the mm. you know, working out exactly uh, how to fund a 30-year retirement, yeah. getting you to retirement and making sure you never pay a dollar of tax again to name just a few of the things that we yeah. do. Nick says, all that you guys do for free. Yeah. Um, what you do is you stop people making, you stop your clients making the fatal mistake yeah. uh, at precisely the wrong time, and that's what you guys get paid for. I think that's a, a, a
1: yeah, exactly correct. Obviously, um, and I think just one final point before we wrap up is that again, it sometimes. Um, the point here where we see our role as why we think it's important to have that plan in place and to have someone that you are accountable for and and that you are discussing these uh, this experience with as you're going through it is that again for human beings it's very hard to hold two conflicting thoughts in your head at the same mm-hmm. time and, and so we've you know we've touched on this before in this is why you have a coach this is why you have a personal trainer this is why you have a, a corner man in, in in a fight is that the two conflicting thoughts in a downturn and what we're trying to set people up throughout all of our discussions is to go, yes, your, your superannuation balance has dropped by 30%. I know that's painful. That's, that's one thought that you're having is I'm experiencing the pain from that. Mm. The conflicting thought is you must not react to that. Mm. You, you cannot you cannot panic and move into cash. You cannot react to this at all. I acknowledge and and, I, and I'm aware of your pain and how uncomfortable that is. However, at the same time, I cannot let you do anything about that. You just need to ride this out, yep. and that's that's. I think that it's not that we're some super genius or we're some um, robot. Although a good mate of mine always does tell me I'm dead behind the eyes, so <laughs> it's not that we're not. I think of you
0: more as uh, Doctor Sp- uh, Mister Spock from mate uh, from Star Trek. Just yeah. just pure logic. <laughs> like there's a. I always go back to the episode where um, Spock had to do this logical thing that was yeah. going to save more people or, yeah. or they were going to kill his sister and he yeah. said, more or less, kill yeah. my sister. <laughs> I've got to do the logical thing here. So he's purely yeah. a logical
1: man. So Yeah. But I think that's the point is, yes, I am. I like to think that I'm reasonably logical but all you're doing is you're often outsourcing some of that, uh, holding those two thoughts in your brain. is Our clients are experiencing the thought of this is really painful Mm. And they're getting a top up of that second thought from us, From us, which is, mm. yes, I know that's painful, but remember our plan. Remember we talked about this. Remember that you cannot mm. react to this. You must not react to this. We have to just ride out this volatility. And so trying to hold those two thoughts in your own head is very tricky. Having them with someone else is easier because you've sort of got someone mm. to, to top up those and, and I guess, uh, make sure that you are looking at both sides of that experience. Yeah. So. But I I think that's been a a cracker from from yourself there. Um, I've just added in my thoughts, but have have you got anything else before we wrap up? I think you've covered the the lived experience of that is a really interesting one because like we said, it's easy for us to sit here and go, we'll react in this way, but... Uh, as you say talking about the the scars of living through that both for for clients and for yourself is, is a very different is a very different thing to what we've experienced in the last 13 and a half years.
0: Yeah look no one's having any fun during that period of time. <laughs> like it's 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 not fun um, <laughs> no. and you would think well, yeah. why do it? Yeah. Well yeah. well um because we have to. Yes. And we have to yep. because because um the alternative yep. at 1% rate of return or 0.35% rate of return. Yeah. Which is cash and fixed interest. It's just not going to get it done. No, it's not going to get it done for people. So, so we have to we to to get the types of returns that we need to get. Yeah. We have to not only accept but embrace volatility. Yeah. Embrace it and say, okay, well, I know that to get these eight percent plus sought after rates of return, there's going to be times where I have to accept. You know, a drop of 40 percent, yeah. um, and it's going to hang around for yeah. a period of time. Yeah, I, I go back to saying that thirty years ago, the last thirty years, the top five hundred companies in America have have gone up ten times, mm. and right in the middle of that was a fifty-seven percent drop. Yeah. So that's 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 inclusive of that drop. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like things recover. Yes. Like like it, um, the world does not come to an end. Uh, these companies go on and make profits. It's 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 um people panic and push the price down yep. and it gets to a stage where it eventually turns around and starts to move up. No one's having fun no during this period of time. We're not no. doing this to get a thrill out of it. <laughs> no. We're doing it because it for our clients it's absolutely essential that yep. they hold. Yeah. And notice the word hold yep. hold these companies forever. Yep. These good companies forever, which is not getting out of them. At the wrong time, which which is the natural reaction to um, that sort of drive. to a lion's chasing me. What do I do? I got to run. Yeah, which is probably yeah the um, what's well, probably the wrong thing to do if if a, if a, if a yeah, actual lion is chasing <laughs> you. They always say that, <laughs> um, but, but it's certainly the wrong thing to do yeah. when when response to when a, markets to are falling. So. Um, uh, I think that's about it. I feel drained after yeah, getting away. That, was, of, that yeah, was like yeah, a therapy yeah. session,
1: mate. That was, was, was that great. was fantastic. You you really <laughs> let us let us in there, so that's great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, thanks to thanks to all, everyone for for listening to to Michael's unpaid therapy session. <laughs> so, cheers.
0: Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Money Over Fifty financial advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.